I acknowledge that the land I work, live, and play on is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Cool. It's something that uh, we're considering doing here once we got it cleaned up a bit. Still working on getting everything looking like it's going to be in its final form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, doing some mixing and mixing and mastering. No editing because uh, that's the one thing I wish I didn't have to do with my own podcast. Yeah, is the editing to get it out. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is fun. Booking, talking. Yeah, same here. I love yeah. the research process. I love. I mean, most guests that I have on, I have some familiarity with them, so I'm already, like, jazzed to meet them. But, uh, yeah, all the stuff in between in terms of – I do these little promo clips, and that takes a little while. I've condensed the process, so it's a lot faster now. But, yeah, all the technical stuff. It's just <laughs> – <laughs> So let's uh, let's put a name to a voice. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, welcome to Van X Van. I'm your host, Doug Mandalay. Uh, I'm joined today by fellow podcaster, host of This Is Van Color, Mr. Mo Amir. How you doing, Doug? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing so good. And I have to say, I'm honored that you would have me on your podcast. We've interviewed a couple of the same people, and I hold those people in very high regard. So I'm bewildered as to why you'd want to talk to me, but uh, I'm... I'm I'm really honored that you asked me. So. Well, I feel the same about you uh, coming on. So thank you. Good. We can, <laughs> we can both sit here and just uh, uh, just clam up and let's just do that and and not talk to each other. <laughs> so so why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about the project about this is Van Color? Sure. So it's basically a one man show, sort of. This is Van Color is a Vancouver centric podcast. I interview personalities in Vancouver or Metro Vancouver, I should say. Anyone from a politician to a comedian to other sort of media personalities, health professionals, other sort of professionals, entrepreneurs. And the idea is that I think we have so many interesting people doing interesting things in this city. And I just want to get some of those conversations out and some of those cool stories and and uh, and focus in on that. So it's a complete passion project of mine. Uh, we've had some big guests. We've had some uh what i would call uh, serious topics like we've we've covered the opioids crisis we've covered homelessness and then we've had some episodes that are just pure fun and silly so uh, i the idea is it's like the joe rogan experience but a vancouver centric uh focus right yeah. and obviously a different different person i imagine a way you, different person i yeah. imagine you talk about dmt <laughs> a little bit less a way less way less than joe rogan for sure but it's the same idea that you're just it's a cultural conversation yeah and when you go to a party and there's a bunch of strangers sometimes you'll find yourself in a really silly fun conversation where you can't stop laughing and sometimes you'll find yourself in a very heavy or substantive conversation or sometimes you'll find yourself in the mix in between right so it's just the same idea that we i i would hate for me i I would just hate to be a podcast where i have to be one tone one theme all the time because i would just get bored bored with that that's one of the main reasons that i've rebranded recently yeah i'm doing something similar where i'm trying to talk to other people around the city uh, as well trying to just uh yeah trying to um bring my perspective to Talking to other people sure. rather than just comedians. Yeah. Because um, comedians can, can be hard too. Like they put on a show, even when you're on a podcast with them, 
but then you feel like it's got to be funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pressure as well. Yeah. What's your, uh, what does your research look like before? Oh, I'm, it depends on the guest. Again, some guests I've either been a fan of or have followed their careers. So the research is almost minimal. It's maybe an hour or just figuring out a structure for what I want to talk about. And then other guests where the topic is more substantive, there's definitely more of a deep dive from my end. But I try not to make it, I, when it comes to every episode, I try not to make it where I'm just showing off what I know, but I'm doing research so I can structure questions in a way that could be accessible to anyone, right? So I like to think of it as I'm asking dumb questions that maybe some people would find, you know, intimidating to ask someone who is of a professional stature, I guess. But maybe they're thinking of the same question. Exactly, yeah. So I, I listened to today the homelessness episode, which was was quite hard, like uh, on my way into work, you mm-hmm. know, trying not to step over people at the SkyTrain station. Sure. With, so with uh, Selena Robinson. Yeah. 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 Was that from the city of Coquitlam? No, Selena Robinson is the BC housing minister. That's so right. So she used to be on Coquitlam City Council, I believe. But, uh, but now, yeah, she's a very important person in this provincial government all the temporary modular housing projects kind of fall under her domain and her jurisdiction. So she's, I think she's been doing some amazing work and the way she was able to explain homelessness to me and then talk about temporary modular housing, I thought was very clear because the, the issue of homelessness, I think gets framed in such weird ways in the media because we only get a little article on it or we get a little news bite on the news and Usually it's centered around things like, oh, look how dirty this park is with needles and whatever, as opposed to looking at taking a macro view of, you know, who's out there? Why are they out there? How do we, you know, understanding that this is not going to be solved overnight, how do we take steps to fix it? So uh, I love that episode and, and it was really cool of her to give her time like that in such an open way. I I really appreciate the uh, call to action at the end. It's something that Talia and I talk to talk about about a lot. Uh, when you listen to a, a podcast or read a periodical or something, mm-hmm. and it's just this problem. Yeah. And then you get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh, just, oh we're fucked. Yeah. yeah it just just leaves you feeling really really hopeful. Yeah. Uh, hopeless. But yeah, so uh, check that episode out. I feel like I'm just peeking a little bit on myself. That's why it's uh, good to have the engineer. Yeah. Is, is is the engineer called Jamie like uh like on Joe Rogan? Oh no, I wish I wish I had more interaction with the engineer. There's a uh, there's not the, I can't hear what they're saying, so they're hearing what I'm saying. Right. But I'll say something to them, and then they have to like patch in. And... Oh, fancy! They got two rooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. <laughs> Makes me feel like a big shot for sure. And actually, it helps in terms of bringing guests. So when you bring in a a politician or someone who's on TV or whatever, they there's a sense of that professionalism, yeah. right? Which I'm clearly making up for because I'm so new to all of this. <laughs> so how do you get these? Uh, what, what's the process here? Did you decide you you wanted to do an episode about the housing crisis and mm-hmm. then follow that trail to find the housing minister? Or was it more, I want to interview the housing minister. How do I get in contact with her? Right. I wish it was that methodical a lot of the stuff just comes down to personal interest or something that i'm interested in 
one of the the perks of the podcast was I have a, a little semi regular sporadic gig on CKW, and I covered Maple Ridge's uh, temporary modular housing project, and it was like a fifteen minute spot, and it was very polarizing. And I put out this clip and uh, on Twitter, and some people on the NDP or people who support the NDP really liked it, and then other people did not. And I thought after that clip, oh, I should actually get the housing minister on. And that way I can, uh, uh, you know, deep dive into this subject in a way that it deserves as opposed to just a a 15-minute spot, which I enjoy doing. And I learned a lot just in that 15-minute spot on on the radio. But to be able to have the housing minister in a free-flow format really unpack this issue is is way more valuable, I think, than... um, reading a 500 word piece on it or seeing a three minute clip on the TV. You know what I mean? So you, you mentioned just before that uh, you have that radio spot. Yeah. As well. Was that before the podcast? So no, did one no. Stem from the other. No, this, this came out of the podcast. One of my guests, uh, I think on episode 33 was Linda Steele. And after we recorded, she was like, Hey, you should come do the odd spot with me and we can talk about the hot topic for the week. And, we're always looking to fill in content, so if you ever want to come in, and yeah, I, 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 lo- <laughs> I, I, I there's definitely feels like uh, imposter syndrome anytime I'm in there, but yeah, it's a cool little spot. I'm, I'm so grateful to have it. I learned so much, but it's such a different medium than long form podcasting, right? Yeah, and is your spot live or is it something you can record? Yeah, yeah. yeah live, live radio is a real trip. It is a trip, and it's a trip when you get callers in and yeah. you're live with callers. <laughs> when I when I used to be in radio in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, I was never allowed to take callers to air at, sure. at my station because I worked at a station where um, you'd show up and you'd be the only person in the radio station. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I'd have a three-hour spot from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. Yeah. And, yeah, if people call, I just have to talk to them and, and then, like, trying to be running the show and then get back on air and turn it off before then but you get the weirdest people in those hours you yeah yeah you get some interesting callers for sure uh, you get the ramblers which is not necessarily the worst thing but then you get the people that are out there with their opinions <laughs> and uh sometimes i just don't know how to respond to that you like linda is such a pro in terms of how she responds to i mean she's been doing this for for decades so uh, she's such a pro in handling callers and and cutting off callers when when need be and and moving the conversation forward but it's intimidating for me for sure so how long have you been podcasting it's been over a year now so i started june july of 2018 so around the same time we started doing this sure yeah as well kind of different different trajectory different path yeah different path doing it but we're all we're all part of the same team yeah i, I think and I, and I love what you're doing here i mean i think Vancouver's podcasting scene needs more cross-pollination. Yeah. I've definitely tried to bring in people who are podcasters. I've had a few on on my show as well. And even beyond just having someone on your show, but promoting someone or, you know, throwing a tweet out or letting other people know, like, hey, there's this other show doing this thing, I think is really important. And I think we need to do a little more of that because we're not necessarily competing against each other. No. We're competing with the rest of media. So bringing people in, to take an interest into Vancouver local media podcasts is uh, is a team effort, I think. 
I definitely believe in the old adage that the uh, rising tide raises all ships. There you go. Yeah. 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 I'm sure you've heard that one before. I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's a. It's I'm gonna a steal real... that one. Actually, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna I'll, say it's my own. You, yeah. Just just use it as much as you want. <laughs> I want more people to feel that way. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, who are some of uh, your favorite guests you've had on? Ooh, that's a good question, and uh, it's a tough one for me to answer. Just, just in because... case they're listening. No, well, it's not even that. It's just uh, it depends what the mood is, right? I mean, Selena Robinson is up there as we as we mentioned. I had Dr. Mark Tyndall on, and we talked about the opioids crisis. And again, mm-hmm. he basically in an hour makes the case for decriminalization, which I don't think has been made enough in mainstream media, because the left says, "Oh, we need decriminalization." Look at Portugal. And then the right says, oh, we're not giving people free drugs. But neither of those positions explains what decriminalization is and how safe supply will help stop people from dying in the opioids crisis. So to be able to sit down with someone like Dr. Tyndall and unpack it was was amazing. I, I was so proud to have put my name to that. But then I'll have like super fun episodes. I had Karen Kay from CFOX, someone who I would listen to on the radio during university years. So to sit there with her and gab with her for, you know, an hour was amazing. And then obviously you'll have comedians on and, and they're, you know, D- uh, have you have you had Dino Archie on? I've... Dino Archie, no. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning to reach out to him. I've, I've had him... Uh recommended by someone i can't remember who yeah he um he he splits his time between here and los angeles now yeah but uh when i had him on that was the first interview where i was 100 off script like i had a plan and as soon as we got into it i was like i'm just gonna throw this away because we just caught a wavelength and we're we're chatting so i love that episode oh brad west the mayor of port coquitlam that's that's probably my longest episode i think it's a hundred minutes and it's just him spitting fire on 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 the political culture and the political system and uh and and that one was definitely one of my favorites as well for sure so you got a little bit of salt a little bit of fire and brimstone i love that i want each of my guests to bring their beefs onto my podcast if i could get every guest to bring anger and uh you know that kind of emotion that would be awesome i wonder if you could make that a segment in the show yeah what's your beef yeah just straight up say that at the top yeah what's that orwellian thing like the minute of hate or whatever oh yeah the 12 minutes hate yeah yeah Um, i should do that just or just just right at the top okay uh premier horgan what's your beef where's the beef horgan yeah well so i had andrew wilkinson on the the leader of the bc liberals and that episode was great. He he came in prepared. He was definitely substantive, and he talked about a lot of issues. But man, he had like a hit list of people that he was just. Oh, he was diss. naming names. Oh yeah, yeah. He really went after Selena Robinson, and we mentioned. He even went after Brad West a little bit. He was naming names. It was great. I did a I I did a uh, a clip like a two minute clip, and it's just all the disses. So it's like cut, you know, back to back in terms of all the disses he makes. You put a bait under it. And I put a beat under it. Oh, you did. I did. I put (laughs) Tupac's hit him up. (laughs) The instrumental to that. And no one caught that. I mean, he retweeted it, which I was like, cool. That's great. 
but and his base loved it his team loved it but uh but yeah no i love when people come in with with some drama yeah for sure i mean that's when when you know you've got something compelling when someone's getting their uh getting their rile up yeah in the studio yeah yeah what got you into podcasting in the first place Oh man, I mean it's such a basic bro trope now, right? Like every dude's I got a podcast. In your, on your about page, on your uh, on your website, you see you're just a basic bro howling I, at the moon. I'm pretty much a basic bro, just howling at the moon. I haven't tried DMT yet, but uh, otherwise, I'm pretty basic. I love kale, I love kombucha, and I love uh, yoga. So yeah, I'm pretty basic. But no, honestly, I think I was just always a fan. I was a, obviously a huge fan of the Joe Rogan experience, as we mentioned, but just fa- a fan of having that long form conversation in the background, whether I'm driving or whether I'm cleaning my place and having it on the speakers or whatever. And uh, this is going to sound very hokey, but it's true. I had a dream that I hosted a podcast. And then the next day I was like, ah. I wonder what it would take to host a podcast. I just started looking for studio space. And like any big ambition, it's best not to think about it and just to do it. Yeah. So so that's kind of it. And I don't I don't really have any tangible goals attached to it. I, I, I live a very privileged and charmed life. So you know, I'm able to do this as a passion project and it's, it's just for fun. So what are you what are some of your favorite podcasts so obviously you mentioned joe rogan yeah yeah that's a good one i mean the one the podcast that that blew it up for all podcasts was serial see serial season one right but and there, and there are those storytelling podcasts which are amazing and i and i do enjoy those especially on a drive where it's like half an hour so on your way to work you can listen to uh to a podcast and sort of get a story or whatever but in terms of long form discussion, yeah, I mean Joe Rogan is is sort of king. Uh, Brian Callen's had a few iterations of different podcasts that I've really enjoyed. I'm trying to think of the guy, the guy who, who's married to Kristen Bell, Dax Shepard. Yeah, he's that's got, right. He's, he's got, he's got one that's ones. always charting, but I haven't. I've never listened to yeah, it. Yeah, he's got some. I've I usually I'm subscribed to it, but I'll only listen to it based on the guest. And he's uh, he's got a very interesting one as well. Hey, my name is Eric. I'm Piers. And this is Podcast vs. Podcast. You're listening to us here on the Cave Goblin Network. We take turns pitching podcasts to each other. We're trying to find a good podcast to do because we don't have any ideas. So turn off whatever show you're listening to. Turn on our show. See, I'm a completionist, so yeah. I don't subscribe to uh, many of any podcasts where I don't intend to listen to every episode. Are you not subscribed to This Is Van Color, Doug? I am, and okay. I'm working my way through the back catalog. <laughs> it's going to take you a while. Yeah, but I'm also working my way through the back catalog of an actual play I just subscribed to where there's 170 episodes. Whoa. So that's th- a play. That. Uh, it's, it's them playing a role-playing game that they invented. Oh, okay, cool. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, is and that similar really to, well to your produced. podcast? To Everyone is Jonas? Yeah. Not at all. Okay. I mean, uh, in that it's a game that the host created, yes. Okay. But other than that, it's um, night and day. Yeah. Yes, different. Jonas is all live improvised. Um, oh, it's all live. We do it live on Twitch every Monday. Oh, cool. Okay. And then, uh, and then I do a brief edit in that I trim off the start and ends of silence and put it on YouTube on Sunday. Sure. And then we do an audio edit of that as well. That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Bit back to my live live roots. So I'm hosting the show and I'm running the cameras and the sound. 
And uh, it's really stressful for me, but it's also the highlight of my week. Sure. Are you a one-man team and all that technical stuff, or do you have do you have help? Technical, it's all me. Wow. Um, I have two co-hosts that um help get the, keep the game going along. Yeah. But they're just playing. Okay, gotcha. I mean, they help me like setting up a little bit at the beginning, but when we're live, I'm running it on my own. I'm I'm running chat. I'm running the stream. I'm running the lights. I think I just said all of this. You're the whole central nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love not to be, because uh, <laughs> you know. I'm about to have a central nervous system breakdown. Yeah. But um, it is a lot of fun. We do another show on Thursdays that's way more casual and someone else on the network hosts it of, okay. of a different thing. And yeah. uh, that's great for me because I can just show up yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just play a game. But yeah, you, you, you mentioned uh, previously that your, uh, your life allows you to do these sort of things, to, yeah. to follow this passion project. So you work in forestry? Yeah, no, that's right. I uh, it, I work for my family business. So the company is called SPF Precut Lumber. We export lumber all over the world. It's a 30-year-old business. Uh, I enjoy it. I love it. And I love work. My main market, I mostly handle the Mexican market. So I really do enjoy that. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I've had a lot of privileges and uh, a lot of luck in my life <laughs> and it's allowed me to to have some cool experiences and, and work and school and uh, not having to worry about food or anything like that is definitely one of them so I but with, with that I'm not a necessarily hedonist right I, I still like to do things that challenge me and yeah and uh, and learn so so yeah I'm absolutely privileged but um I do try to make the most of it as well. It's it's refreshing to hear someone in your position recognize that as well. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, what was it? That article in the New York Times uh, recently. I can't remember who they were, but they started a podcast. Yeah. And they didn't have sponsors within six weeks, so they canceled it. Yeah. And they were privileged enough to have a New York Times op-ed written about them. Yeah, unreal. Which is crazy. There's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name names, but there was, uh, there was a podcast, a local podcast here if, that is very. If you, good. if you name enough names, I'll put a diss track under it. <laughs> what was Biggie's diss track? Who shot you? We'll put that. We'll put the instrumental to that. No, there was a. There's a great local podcast here, and before it released an episode, it was given the front page of the Star of Vancouver, and. The people who host that podcast are amazing. They do a really good job in their podcast. But I have to tell you, I was very annoyed by that because I think there were so many podcasts out there right now and there's so many podcasters out there that have put so much work in and do not get that sort of mainstream cred or credibility. So I'm not just saying that for me that, oh, I wanted that spot, but I'm just saying like, yeah, it's you well, it's see a valid it. response. Yeah, it's it's just the reality of the world, and I think when it comes to privilege, yeah, I can, I can do this, and I don't have to worry about monetizing. I don't have to worry about you know I'm I'm paying for this out of pocket. I'm paying for this out of my own time without any expectation of of fame or fortune or anything like that. It's just something that I'm doing for fun, and that is absolutely a privilege. I think anytime you have leisure time to pursue something that you're just passionate about that's a privilege and it it definitely makes it a lot easier as well being passionate about it yeah it's interesting you know i I, I had i talked to i imagine if if this became like 
just my job. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. Uh, that'd be fantastic. But it, it, I would feel very differently about it. 100%. And I, so I had Ivan Decker on. He was one of my first guests. You've talked to Ivan as well. Yeah. I'm actually getting Ivan back on the show soon. And he mentioned this as well, that, yeah, once you add, like, a paycheck to something, and now it's like you're dependent on it for a paycheck, it definitely changes the nature of how you feel about it, right? Even if it is your dream job or whatever. It's it, it's weird, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, you almost lose a little bit of freedom in terms of what you can do and what you can't do at that point. Especially if you become part of... Uh you know, a big network or something sure. with a lot of roles. Then. Well, even if you're independent, but you have a ton of uh, advertisers. That's true as well. Right? Yeah. Um, you don't want to say anything that's going to rub them the wrong way. You can't be uh, dissing Casper mattresses on no. air. <laughs> I just got a Sealy Posturepedic. Yeah. And, and now I can never be sponsored by yeah. by Casper again. <laughs> can't be shitting on uh, audiobooks. No. Well, I actually listen to audiobooks every day, so, um, you know... I'm exactly the market you're looking for if you're listening. <laughs> so you're you're into podcasting. Uh, it sounds like you got a, a great job. Uh, what are your interests outside of those two things? Uh, yoga, for one. It's it's been on the back burner this year because I've had a bunch of injuries, but uh, fell in love with yoga. Love it. I just love the way I feel. I've never been a consistent fitness guy. I've always kind of been like going hard for six months and then not doing anything for three or four months. But yoga is one thing that I definitely uh, started I'm kind doing of the same with the numbers swapped around, I think. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll go hard for like three. one quarter a year. Yeah. And then get depressed. Yeah. I just don't want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's weird. I just, uh, I, I was doing yoga one once a week. I was doing kundalini yoga as recommended by the Joe Rogan experience. And no, I really enjoyed it. But then I went to Bali Oh, this that, that sounds so douchey. But yeah, I went to Bali. Don't worry. In Australia, Bali's not douchey. It's bogan. Oh, yeah? It's where... Uh, if, I don't know if you know what a bogan is. No. It's the Australian term for a redneck. Okay, cool. So if you, Bali is, is almost considered part of Australia within right. Australia because everybody goes there to like drink cheap beer. And I'm sure if you've been to Kuta... In, I, I did not go to Kuta. I was told right. to stay away from Kuta. It's because it's I'm full of drunk Australians. Yeah. Because people just go there to party. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, I imagine you probably spend a fair bit of time in Ilbud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All that eat, pray, love shit. But I uh, I was doing yoga like every second day and I would do this sunrise yoga where you would wake up and do practice yoga as literally the sun was rising. And the next day after I came home, I signed up with Y Yoga and pretty much started going every day. And just there's because there's so many disciplines of yoga that you can get like a really tough workout one day and then the next day you can get in a more of a sort of fluid type workout just to lubricate the joints or whatever. And you just feel great. Just the way my back felt, the way my, my whole body felt. So I would say that. And then beyond that, I don't have a ton of time after that. So probably just reading when I can, I suppose. I think I saw uh, you'd done a little bit of fundraising with Y Yoga. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was uh, they had a yoga challenge, and and part of it this was last year, before I got injured, and part of it was raising money for cancer research, and uh, yeah, I ended up being the top fundraiser because I bugged all my friends to donate. You know, well, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Did you get injured doing that? Uh, I did pull a hamstring on the second to last day. And is, I still is that the injury? 
That was the first injury. There was right. like a hamstring thing, and then I recovered from that, and then there was a tailbone thing, and I recovered from that, and then there was a wrist thing, which was the longest injury, uh, which was also yoga-induced, which is probably telling me I was going too crazy with yoga, but uh, but I still enjoy it, and I'm still trying to get back into that routine now. I injured myself once doing Bikram. Yeah. Um, because I didn't realize how far you can over-push yourself doing that. Yeah, uh, hot yoga is deceiving. I bruised the cartilage between my ribs. Actually? Yeah. Doing what? I don't know. But um, that's what the doctor said happened to me. you overstretched? Yeah. So bad that you bruised I, yourself? Wow. Well, I was going right into it, um, having not done anything else Yeah. for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just jumped straight into it and, uh, yeah, really uh, really messed myself up with that. <laughs> my, my other big sports-related injury was I did my knee in at karaoke. At karaoke, yeah, singing uh, Alanis Morissette. Just oh, you ought to know exactly. That yeah. is my jam. Yeah, at karaoke. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. That is my jam. Yeah, because you you rock out to it, right? Yeah. And then um, I I jumped and I landed weird on my knee, and then um, oh, had to go to physio for a few months. You were um, a daredevil, sir. So that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, to explain to people, like, oh, physio for your knee. You're playing rugby, you're playing footy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I would. T- so I, I was in a brace, in a wrist brace, and in the corporate world, you're hanging around. You know, you're walking around in a wrist brace, and everyone's like, "Oh, what'd you do to your hand?" And I think they were expecting some tough guy story, and I was like, "Ah, I just aggravated it from yoga." <laughs> I just assume carpal tunnel if someone's wearing a tie, right? Yeah, yeah. That almost would have been a better answer. I feel like there was a lot of weird looks I would get, but I don't. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, who knows? Everybody does yoga these days, especially right? in Vancouver. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Yoga so City, Vancouver. right? It's so Vancouver. That's why I'm basic. So I think I think we've come full circle there. Yeah. Basic bro, Mo Amir. Yeah. Basic Mo. It works out that way too. Um, thanks so much for coming and talking to me today, Mo. This was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I appreciate think, it. I think we had, we had a bit of fun here. Yeah, and I hope it was a bit of break for you uh, being on the other side of the mic. It, it was. And again, I'm bewildered as to why you'd want to talk to me, but I'm honored to, to be here and, and I appreciate it. And keep up the great work. I, I've been listening to Back Archive of the, I guess it was Comedy Zeitgeist, but now yeah. it's Manix Fan. And I'm enjoying it. I love it. You're inspiring me to look into more comics for the oh, for thanks my Thanks very much. Um, well, reach out to me if you ever need to uh, get in touch with someone. I can uh, make some intros for you. We're going to make it happen. Thanks for listening to Van X Van. You can find me on Twitter at Doug Vandelay and the show at Van X Vancast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podchaser or iTunes. It's the best way for us to grow at no cost to you. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cavegoblins. I'm Doug Vandelay. See you next time. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.